0: I'm going to come out with the mic. You can ask any question uh, Mr. and Mrs. Thorne will answer at their best abilities. So I'm going to go to the ladies first. Is there a time where y'all's marriage, or was there a time where y'all's marriage almost fell apart?
1: There are one really small moment and then two somewhat more significant moments. So early in our marriage, literally, we had come home from the honeymoon. We were at our house for the first time. I had lived there for a while, but Nicole had joined me in our home. And I came around the corner and I looked at my brush and my brush had her hair in it. And I was like, "What a minute now, what's this about? Like, your hair is in my brush. Don't you have your own brush? And it was crazy to me because it's like, this is a woman I love, who I've sacrificed for, and all of a sudden, I'm fighting about a brush with her. And it shocked me. I think it shocked her, too. She was like, this dude really like going crazy over a brush? But I, I did. And I was like, man, some tell me it's a whole lot i got to learn in this relationship thing if I'm going to be upset about a brush. So That was a small one, but, but, but somewhat significant. About five years into our marriage, um... Don't hate me. Don't judge me. Just hear my story. All right. Can I tell you the real deal? I did not prepare for my wife's birthday. And my wife knew that she might need to plant some seeds. So she already told me what she wanted. I knew what she wanted us to do. There's a parade that happens around Thanksgiving. Her birthday is close to Thanksgiving, downtown Chicago. She wanted to go see. She wanted to go see the lights. And not only did I not prepare for her birthday, but when it didn't go the way she wanted and she was sad, I blamed her for it. Shame. (laughs) Shame. And and the reality was, if I'm being completely honest, I was so ashamed that I had forgotten my wife's birthday and had not prepared for it well, that the only way I could even try and live with myself if I didn't just go ahead and confess it was to tell her that somehow she was at fault. That was all self-protection. And it was wrong. I know it was wrong now. But that season started about a three-month period in my mind. I don't know if Nicole sees it the same way, where for the first time, we never talked about divorce, but for the first time, I saw that divorce was an option. I was like, man, I could understand how somebody would get to the place where they would not want to be with their spouse. I could see how that would be possible. And it's kind of a negative cycle. So I'm starting to try and defend me and do for me because I feel like she's not taking care of me. She is trying to take care of herself because she feel like I'm not trying to take care of her. And so all of a sudden, we're in defense mode. We're not looking out for each other. We're trying to look out for ourselves. Y'all see what I'm saying? And I was upset because I felt like she accused me of some things that I was like, well, shoot, your yo boo-boo still stink. Like, why you point a finger at me and you're not confessing your situation? Like, well, you, you need to t- tell, tell the truth about your, your stuff. And she didn't understand that, and she was like, no, this argument is about what you did. It don't have nothing to do with me. It's about what you are about to do or what you've done. And so we got to a place, literally, where I I looked at her and I was like, bae, you know what I've been looking for from you, what I want you to do in terms of confessing what's going on with you? Let me go ahead and show you what I want you to do. I'm going to do it, in a sense, model it. And I didn't use that phrase, but that's what I meant. And I told her, I remember being on the phone. I was working at the place where I work again now, and I was at the school, and I had my cell phone up to my ear, and I was in the room by myself. And I was like, you remember your birthday about two months ago, three months ago? She said, yes. And you remember how I didn't do anything for you? Yeah, I remember. I remember very well. I said, "Um, I was wrong. She was real quiet. And I said, I blamed you. And I was wrong. And I'm sorry. And I was so ashamed because I hadn't done anything for you that I made you the one that was at fault. And I was wrong. And it's not going to happen again. I'm, I'm going to look out for you. I'm, I'm sorry. And in the background, she I don't know if she remembers it this way, but she was I could tell over the phone. You know how sometimes I tell she was crying. she was crying and she said again I don't remember if you remember it this way but I remember your words for me they're very vivid she said if the way that you want to feel is the way that I feel right now I'll try and figure out how to make sure I can do for you what you just did for me And, and our relationship began to turn around that day because I was able to tell her I was wrong Right, admit, confess that I was wrong. And she was able to see and trust my heart again. Because literally in her mind, she was like, well, maybe my husband's not going to be romantic. Maybe he's not going to be looking out for me. Maybe he's not going to make me feel special. This is the man I married. Maybe this is how it's going to be for the rest of our relationship. And that's not, hopefully that's not been the reality, but that's not the reality. And so that was one situation. Anything you want to share on that? The, The question was,
2: has, has our marriage ever been at a place where we contemplated breaking up, divorce? Now, the two places where he just mentioned, those were very, very difficult times in my mind, but I, it never crossed my mind that we would get divorced. Never crossed my mind. that, we, that that's a, you know That's just how it is, two different people, two different perspectives. They were really hard. The brush thing, I was like, dude, I'll never use your brush again. Okay, relax. But the season that that started definitely was a tough season. The two situations that I thought he was gonna talk about, one was, um, I'm I'm gonna out you. One was that he was attracted to another woman at his job. Came home and told me about it. Ain't that good? Not that he was attracted to somebody, but that he came home and told me about it, right? And he he was not happy that he was attracted to somebody else. He was actually unnerved by it. He was like, what is happening? I love my wife. I love my wife, so why is this happening? So that was a tough thing for me to accept. Um, it was That was also right after we had one of our kids. I don't even remember. It was during a season, and y'all, this is a little TMI, but once you have a baby, you can't have sex for a couple of weeks or so. Um, and so, you know, that's a diff- That was a difficult season for him. And and, and realizing that, that that was a possibility was really hard for me. I still didn't think of divorce. I just thought, I need to heal. <laughs> get this thing going again. Um, but then the other, there was another season right after we had Nicholas. That was really hard, that he kept losing his temper. And that was the one where I realized that there are some people who really, really couldn't love each other and couldn't live together. Because um, he kept losing his temper and uh, and he would hit my daughter, and she deserved it. <laughs> what was happening was something that she, that was, she, she was getting a smart mouth. But the, the problem wasn't the discipline for me. The problem was that he scared himself. He said to me that he scared himself. That scared me because I was like, well, if you're not in control, then we can't stay together. As much as we love each other, this is one of those things that breaks people up. So that was a very tough season for us. And we really had to pray through it, uh, talk to our pastor about it. I talked to some friends about it. And we just had to really get some good counsel and get through that. And um, once again, it seems that uh, you know reintroducing sex into the situation did help a little bit, just just being honest. So, yeah.
0: We got, this might be the last question. Because um,
2: we took so long to answer that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> But his question is um why Mr. Thorne was it very important for you to wait for your wife like wait Um so one Sorry part two and did Miss Thorne did you wait did you
1: wait for your sir okay I shared a little bit already about my desire for fairness right so so I was probably about 13 or 14 when I had in my head, I was like, if I want someone who has not been with somebody, then it didn't seem fair to me that I would be with whomever I wanted to be and then expect to be with somebody who hadn't been with anybody. So that was part of it. Part of it is also just what I believe that the word talks about. I think the word holds up a standard before us that says that that's the way we should be. But I also don't wanna knock anyone in here who's already experienced sex. Like, some of us have experienced it because we wanted to. And unfortunately, in a room this size, some of us have experienced it and it was forced on us. It was so confusing because somebody has abused us, right? And if that's your situation, whether you have chosen it or somebody forced it on you, it doesn't keep you from being able to have a healthy marriage. So I don't, I don't want to put that, plant that seed. At the same time, I do believe that wherever you are, that you, we have a responsibility to try and live as faithfully as we can. So, so let me give you an example. Can I ask you a question? Do you play a sport? What sport do you play? Bas- basketball? Um, can you show up game day without having lifted any weights, without having run any drills, without having practiced with your team, and been able to show up game day expect to win the game? <laughs> Come on now. Stop. <laughs> Everybody don't know that. So, so, so can, can you expect not to practice and win the game? No. All right. So in the same way, in the same way, why would we expect to all of a sudden on our marriage day, the day we get married, to flip a switch and I haven't been faithful for years. I've been with whomever I want to be for years. But now all of a sudden I got this ring on my finger and it's some kind of magic thing and I can just be faithful now. Like that's not the way that works. If you're going to be faithful, you need to begin to practice faithfulness. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? You got to build those muscles. You should not expect not to be tempted in your marriage. That's going to happen whether you've been faithful before or not. But if you haven't been faithful, it's real easy to fall into the habits and patterns you've already established in your life. Did I answer your question? He's not even listening to me. That's all right.
2: So I think that it's a couple of reasons why we we choose to wait. I think, again, I'm out my husband. I hope it's okay. But I think one of the reasons that men ch- tend to choose to wait if they choose to wait, one of the real honest reasons is because I don't want no girls in the locker room talking about how puny I am or how big or whatever. What I, I couldn't do this, I couldn't do that. Like, you just don't want that, those rumors around you. You just don't. It's the same is true for a lot of young ladies who choose to wait. I just don't want to be known as that girl, right? Those are some real reasons that some of us choose to wait. I chose to wait because I was scared of my mama. Truth, all truth just being real I thought that God could see me and God was gonna tell my mama it wasn't that I was scared of God like I I shouldn't eventually I got there but I was scared that God was gonna tell my mom and then I was gonna get beat like crazy um and then eventually I waited um because I knew that that was God that's just what God wanted me to do and I just I was I didn't want no STDs I don't want no I just didn't you know I just didn't want all of that I I remember I used to teach um, abstinence-based education. I used to go into schools and I used to teach about abstinence and sexual relationships and stuff like that. And one of the things that one of the young ladies came up to me, tears in her eyes after I talked to her, she said, nobody ever told me that I didn't have to. So I'm telling you, you don't have to do You don't have to have sex. You can wait. If you want to, you can say, no, I don't care how many times in the past you've said yes. You can stop right now and say no, because that's your prerogative, it's your body, and you have the right to say no.
0: All right, so that was, that was the last question. We don't have that much time, but they could hear all week. Appreciate you though, fam. So um, let's give a round of applause for the Thorne family, y'all.